What's going on, everybody? It's Derek, and you're listening to episode 124 of the Gaming and Chill podcast. Today, hey, it's the first weekend in July. It's National Beach Month. So, we're actually going to be talking about the top 10 beach episodes in an anime. Before all that, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. So if you're not sure what I mean, nearly every every series of anime has a self-proclaimed beach episode. An episode where inexplicably the entire cast, which generally includes a, at least a couple of ladies goes to the beach and has beach adventures playing beach volleyball sandcastles swimming and skimpy swimsuits be they male or be they female um very few animes actually do the uh male skimpy swimsuits but nonetheless nearly every series has one i went and looked up a bunch of beach episodes and dear lord I'm thankful that they were alphabetical, because I was like, oh my gosh, there's just too many. So, that shows that it's a trope in anime. So, I thought, what would be the best way to celebrate July? The top 10 beach episodes in anime. That's right, we're finally talking about anime, and we could say that this is our beach episode of anime, because we were talking about beach episodes. So, let's get into this. Number 10 is going to be Bleach, episode 228. It's number 10 because it literally happens in the middle of an arc. Now, I've not watched all of Bleach. Uh, Bleach, for me, gets tired after a little while. But this episode literally happens in the middle of of an arc. So, they're one place, one episode. Next episode, we're on the beach! The next episode, we're back to where we were. Why? Who knows? We think it's just because, well, they had to squeeze in a beach episode. So why not there? Maybe it has something to do with summer in Japan, going to the beach. Um, That may be part of it. We just don't know. I mean, heck, we're doing a beach episode. Why? Because we can, because it's July. So maybe that's why Japan did it. Who knows? But it happens in the middle of an arc, and it just kind of disrupts the flow. Um, I thought it was number 10, because, you know, gotta start somewhere, right? We can only go up from here. Number 9, however, it is... I had to choose this one because it was a quintessential beach episode that did not actually exist within the canon universe, and happened in an OVA. 
and they decided, what better way to make an OVA than a beach episode? And this beach episode is Drifters of the Dead. Yes, even High School of the Dead, a zombie apocalypse anime, had a beach episode. What? So this episode literally happens on a, air quotes, abandoned island to where they get to hang out on the beach. Okay. They end up ingesting hallucinogenic plants and then having what was mere moments away from being an adult animation episode. So there's making out. Um, meeting new people. Uh, it, it was moments away from being more adult. However, these were all hallucin- hallucinations, and they were actually zombies that they were me- meeting. The, the zombies weren't deadly to them. So it's like, one, this episode didn't need to exist because it's an OVA. Two, you literally left the end of the anime just hanging, and then we get this, which is just utter nonsense. While fascinating and funny on occasion, it ultimately just makes you go, but why? Why did you do this? You animated this when you could have given us a new series. Okay, sure. All right. Okay. (laughs) So that one ranks number nine. Number eight is Free Iwatobi Swim Club, episodes five and six. Now, this is actually one of the few episodes that actually makes sense. So, they decide, they're a swim club, they decide, what's the best way to get in special training? I got it, let's go to the beach, let's go swimming. Now, the big difference is here, these are all male swim club members so it is a fan service air quotes episode that is fan service for the ladies which i thought warranted a special merit however it's not just fan service it actually moves the plot forward so they found a constructive way to do the stereotypical tropey beach episode subverted by having only males who i believe are only wearing tight swim pants or speedos and actually moving forward the plot which i think is actually really exciting so i think that's actually awesome that they uh, they subverted all the expectations better than the final season of game of thrones number seven is the prince of tennis ova otherwise known as the prince of beach volleyball so they wrote a um, they wrote an episode of Prince of Tennis where all the main characters play beach volleyball instead. And, um, whenever they try to say the word tennis, it's, like, censored out. So it's kind of like a joke episode that they go play beach volleyball. It's kind of, um, funny. Male, but is shown. But, and the only other woman in the swimsuit is pushing 50. So, you know, it's not really fan service it's more of just a comedy like let's make a tropey episode 
but make it so that it's very clearly meant to be a joke and not be taken seriously. Which, I think when you subvert expectations like that and say, you know what, we're going to have some fun, we're not going to be a serious episode, we're just going to have some, you know, have some laughs along the way, I think that's awesome. So, Prince of Tennis, OVA, number seven. Number six is Hamtaro, episode number six. No, I didn't choose it for that. I literally just now realized that was episode six on number six. So, yes, even anime about hamsters has a beach episode. Because they go and explore the house, uh, they explore the beach for the first time, and help Laura during a storm. So it makes you go, alright, even an anime that's about hamsters that's meant for children has a beach episode. Alright, sure, why not? That's actually, in my opinion, kind of funny. I think, it, again, it points to they realize that it's a joke, and they take that joke and ramp it up by making an episode about hamsters. Not about people. Hamsters on the beach. I think that's pretty funny. And I also like Camtero. Okay, number five, Fairy Tale, episode 153. This is post time skip. So they decide that they're going to participate in magic ga- the Grand Magic Games, and they decide to train on the beach. And they, you know, they kind of screw around having you know partying and everything instead of actually training. When they end up going to the Celestial Spirit World, so again. And if you know fairy tale, you know that they've got um, what can really only be described as buxom ladies and Urza and Lucy and Juvia. They've got all these ladies who are probably wearing swimsuits um, and they're on a beach, but then they go into the spirit world. So it's kind of like they take that and then they use it to advance the plot, but there's absolutely fan service along the way. Um... So that's actually, like, truly, it, 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 it advances the plot, but has that fan service component versus just having that fan service component. As we go forward, they're actually moving the plot forward. Um, it's not just fan service. There's a different method that they use. So I think that's actually kind of important. Um, because beach episodes are boring and static. They're just like, look! swimsuits and it's like all right then but if they move the plot forward that's what i prefer number four Yu-Gi-Oh gx episode 47 yes card games on the beach now it would not be on this list because card games on the beach is no difference from card games in school card games in a forest Card games on the ocean, card games on an island, card games on a blimp, card games on motorcycles, card games, card games, card games. However, one of the characters makes an outfit choice that makes it funny in that they don't change their outfit and they're literally dressed in leather. I mean a leather trench coat and dueling on the beach. So it's like, hey, you know how there's fan service? Yeah, what if we didn't do that? There's no fan service in this episode. 
And it would be unremark- wholly unremarkable if it were not for the fact that they didn't even change the character's costume to maybe, like, have a shorts and a t-shirt. Nope! He's going to be the supreme edgelord that he always is. I mean, his name is Chaz. And he's going to dual play dual monsters on the beach in a leather trench coat. Because why his name is Chaz, yo... Number three, Tangen, Toppen, Gurren, Logan. Episode 12. They go to the beach. Now, the main character, the uh, the, the, the lady, uh, Yoko, I believe, goes and, uh, yeah, Yoko, typically wears just like a bikini top and like um, Daisy Dukes, right? When they do a beach episode, what do you kind of expect? What do you expect from that? You go, man, you're already basically wearing a swimsuit for 90% of this series. So, the beach episode, what are we going to have you wear? Hmm. I mean, anything less, and it'd be a completely different genre. They actually made her wear something more conservative. Covering more. Which I find the greatest subversion of expectations. Because you go, oh yeah, beach episode. And even the characters in the show, they voice um, dissatisfaction. So it's kind of cool. Now, again, this wouldn't just be like, oh, okay. You know, it's just a fan service episode. However... We have the death of a reoccurring villain, making this episode a must-watch. Otherwise, that villain just goes, poof, and disappears. I think subverting expectations is a good thing. Subvert them. Do it. But do it in a way that's clever. Number two. My Hero Academia, episode 39. It is a beach episode without being a beach episode. It is a beach episode at the pool at UA Academy. So, why is this awesome? It basically kind of has that beach episode feeling without being a beach episode. They demonstrate their powers, they show their growth, and again, they subvert expectations by none of the girls are in revealing swimsuits. They're all wearing very modest swimsuits. And one of the characters, Mineta, always voices his concern with that, but we don't we don't like Mineta, so whatever. It's just kind of cool that they again, in a anime about powers, they find a way to have a lighthearted episode because this was after a huge arc that had major villains. They are able to push that. It's just, beach episodes are literally the quintessential. We're taking a load off. We're not. We're not. We don't have any high expectations. We're not going to do this. And they take that trope and they use it by demonstrating power growth, by demonstrating competitiveness. I think it's awesome when they do that, and because it is more of a shonen anime meant for 
uh, adolescent males, typically, and that they don't do the fan service. I think that's awesome. You know, I think it's important that they move forward plots and they show powers, but they don't appeal. They don't, um, they don't hypersexualize it. That's what I'm saying. Number one, and the reason why it's number one is because it was banned in America. It's Pokemon season one, episode 18, Beauty and the Beach. It's the episode that was banned because they gave James a swimsuit that was more uh, feminine. They gave him... They gave him breasts. Like, inflatable breasts in his bikini top to win a beauty contest on the beach to steal Pokemon. It is the most convoluted thing. You're going... Alright, I mean... Sure, I guess. And they banned it in America. And I can understand mid-90s four kids was like, oh, we don't want this episode, thank you. But it's just, it makes you go, all right, okay, um, that's classic. The 90s called. They want, um, they want, they want this episode back. Nowadays, that episode, this episode would be fine on, like, Cartoon Network, anime, Back then, it wasn't okay. It shows a process development. Um, and many people use this to point out characters about James's character or whatnot. We're not going into that. I just find this funny that it was banned. Um, and it's Pokemon. I love Pokemon. So that was my top ten beach episodes. Now, I think it's actually kind of interesting to have beach episodes. Because I think typically they air around summer... It really connects people to their favorite characters by, hey, I just went to the beach and they're going to the beach. That's cool. And I think a lot more families on occasion go to the beach. It's a thing. Because in Japan, it's a lot smaller of a country, so it's easier to go to the beach. Whereas if you live in Midwest United States, good luck seeing the beach on your summer vacation. Unless you're literally going on vacation. You're not seeing the beach. So I think it's more of a cultural thing. A touchstone. For Japan rather than America. And when it comes to America we go. Why do they do this? Why? Because I think it's more of a common natural thing. To go to the beach during the summer. School kids go on a summer vacation. Go to the beach and have cookouts. And play beach volleyball. And make sand castles. And go swimming. And have a jolly good time. Whereas... A lot of American kids don't. Maybe they do. Maybe I just didn't as a kid myself. Having lived in a desert. It's interesting. I think beach episodes are kind of important. And as long as you are able to push forward a plot. Subvert expectations one way or another. And aren't just doing it for fan service fan service has its place but i think beach episodes are kind of more in your face about it rather than fan service uh, happening basically and some on this list are like okay why drifter of the dead didn't need to be a beach episode but why do we have it 
I have it have that range of just fan service to, you know, band in America. I think it's actually kind of funny. Those are my top ten beach episodes. If you have a different episode of a beat of an anime that did a beach episode and you think is better, leave it down in the comments down below. I would love to read what you have to say. So until then, maybe if you're near the beach, go to the beach. Go to the beach. Take photos. I love the beach. So until next week, have a good one. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time.